What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Old English D, a Detroit Tigers emergency podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Casey, alongside my co-host, Josh. How are you doing this evening, Josh? A lot better than I was six hours ago. <laughs> now, uh, are, are, are we doing an emergency podcast for Carrie Carpenter being called up to the majors? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly why we're doing it, for oh, sure. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. No, no other news that, that happened? No, no, I, our, our general manager did not get fired. No, absolutely not. <laughs> yes, Al Avila is no longer the Tigers' general manager. I think a round of applause is in order. Can we get that on the recording? Is this? I don't know if it's going to pick it up. but it's going to pick it up or not, but wow. Just an absolute hype fest over here. <laughs> I am, I am excited. Obviously, we're going to have reactions from the team, from AJ, um, from Alavila himself, uh, and from Chris Illich, the owner. Um, but just right off the bat, Josh, what is your initial reaction of the firing of Alavila? So I talked with my dad on the phone not too long ago, and he he, he opened up the phone call with uh, their manager got fired. Not, not exactly. No, no. was was it the same situation so I I was entrenched at work and had you heard that this had happened and your dad had already called you or were you in this moment of panic of like oh no did they actually fire AJ no no I had already known I had already known this was this was just like about about a half hour an hour ago okay because see Um, like one of my colleagues came over to my desk and was like (laughs) it's good you're sitting down I'm like what oh no (laughs) That's I'm a like, horrible way to frame me? it. Like, wait, what? And no, and then he and then he just like was in complete jubilation. He's like, they fired Alavila. And I the the audible gasp I, I let out at the office did not make my boss very happy. But I digress. Yeah, so I I had to I had to explain to him it was the general manager and he uh he said, So are you are you as uh, ecstatic as as I think you are? And I've thought about it for a second and i was uh i I told him i'm like i actually i think i'm more relieved than anything (laughs) i think uh there was still a question in my mind uh before this happened whether whether they were gonna actually whether chris was actually gonna go through with it and actually fire him because oh i i didn't think there was a chance i didn't think there was a chance he was gonna fire him and that's just because i don't necessarily i i can never gauge and I think this goes for both of us. We cannot gauge the interest level or the dedication level of Chris Illich to this organization. I just, I can't. I, I, and, and, uh, you know, you, you look at quotes, you look at um, some previous statements from him, and it's kind of clear that he does not watch the games. He's not fully invested in the day-to-day operations, which I get it. He's an owner. He's the money man. You know, like I, you know, he kind of got handed down from his dad and it's just kind of part of the family business, but it's a money maker. So he's going to keep it. He's going to hold on to it. I, I never thought that this would come to fruition at least this quickly, at least in this kind of, uh, I don't want to say dire situation because I mean, we're 2022 is lost. It's, you know, I mean, like it is what it is, but I I didn't think it was going to happen in such a dramatic fashion. Um, and yet here we are. Yeah, I, I still figured it would happen. I definitely thought it was going to be in the off season. I, and, and we can get into that a little bit later, but I, the, the, them letting Al still 
take the team through the draft and through the uh, through the trade deadlines and, and stuff like that. I just kind of assumed that they were going to let him finish that out if, if they were going to let him go at all. But yeah, uh, right. relieved. I think it's a good is a good way to put it. I still feel like that's an accurate description of how I'm feeling. I, I'm excited. Uh, I think the part I'm most excited about is they've come out. Chris came out and said that uh, Chris Illich has said that they are going to allow AJ to be a part of the GM selection process, which I think is probably the best decision Chris Illich has made in regards to the Tigers since he took over the ownership of the team. Yeah, I think uh, AJ clearly has expressed himself as someone who goes beyond just the manager hot seat. I think I think he he is an integral part of this organization. But not only that, he's an integral part of this organization's future. And it it seems like the AJ Hinch train, and it's it's a new philosophy for a manager this is not typically how it's done like i mean like typically the manager sets the tone of the clubhouse and of the team and like you know the kind of the buck stops there but like you don't see the manager being so tied to like transactional things and and making sure the minor leagues he's touching base with brian pena down in (laughs) single a um like i mean like you you don't see those kind of things and it's just this philosophy that that seems to pulse pulsate throughout the entire organization that this is aj hitch's ship he is the manager of the tigers he's the manager of the major league team but that goes deeper than just the 26 people that are on that roster yeah couldn't couldn't be more excited about that um i have the i have the official quote from the detroit tigers that they posted on social media and i think this is their basically their press release uh It goes as follows. The Detroit Tigers announced they have parted ways with executive vice president and general manager Al Avila effective immediately. Once I decided, uh, quote, excuse me, once I decided to make a change, I sat down with Al and thanked him for his nearly 22 years of service to our organization, said Christopher Illich, Detroit Tigers chairman and CEO. Al's loyalty and dedication has served as an example to to all during his time as a leader in our baseball operations department. I will oversee the search process for our next baseball operations leader in collaboration with several members of our baseball and business operations executive teams. I want to reestablish our momentum and progress towards building a winning team. And I am driven to find a talented executive to help us do that. They'll be entering an organization with many foundational elements in place and an exciting path forward. Tigers fans deserve winning teams, and I'm highly focused and committed to deliver that to the people of Detroit and Michigan. With new baseball operations leadership will come a fresh perspective towards evolving our roster and maximizing our talent to reach our objectives. To be clear, our goals are to build a team that wins on a sustainable basis, qualifies for the playoffs, and ultimately wins the World Series. Unquote. There's a lot to unpack there, I think. Um, yeah. I, I think uh, kind of starting off probably with that last uh, paragraph, um, it, it makes it sound like, and, and you know, since some of the quotes have, have come out and said that this may not be the case, but it definitely seems like they're going to 
target heavy, the external route, because he says things like entering the organization or, you know, like someone coming from the outside. It very much seems like that's kind of where their focus is going to be, which I, I get mostly excited about that kind of stuff where it's like, I mean, like, just look at the AJ Hinchire. I mean, the, someone who has not been associated with these last, you know, seven, eight years of a terrible rebuild. And now we're getting new blood, new ideas, fresh ideas, and a new tone to be set that is not this laissez-faire thing that we've been dealing with for the last, you know, 10 years or whatever it is. Um, I view someone who, someone who I think is ready for this and someone who I think the Tigers are going to target is probably someone, one, that's congruent with AJ Hinch's philosophies. I think that's number one. I think like you kind of said, right? Like AJ is going to be a big part of this search and I think that's on purpose because this person is going to work extremely closely with AJ and they need to be able to mesh well with him. And then two, I, I think they're going to go the younger route. I really do. I think they're going to do something. And I don't know how aggressive they're going to be with this and maybe we'll throw out some names. Um, but like, I, I think maybe even less seasoned than we're even ready for. Like, I think that like maybe someone who is currently, in like a Dodgers system, like what they did with the player development team. Um, I don't know. I think the, the potential for this move obviously is very high, but this is one of those things you don't want to screw up. Uh, what are your thoughts on the, on the potentials of who they could try and pick for the next GM? Uh, this is an area that I don't know a whole ton about. I think this is, way less in 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 the public eye kind of ideas than like hiring a manager because we we all know we have we have some ideas about you know what a manager should look like because of how how obvious and how uh, quantifiable the the manager is to a baseball team is how they put the lineup together how they inspire the club how they use their bullpen how they, you know, substitute and use players just in general. I think with a GM, it's a lot harder to see that unless you're talking about somebody who has experience, someone that has good experience, you know, obviously if they have real good experience, there are probably not many of those guys just on the open market, if you will, just because they're probably either either doing right yeah they have a job do whether it's a gm or something in you know a baseball operations of a team or working for major league baseball something like that i will not be surprised if they do not have a gm in their resume like if they if the if the term gm does not whoever they initially hire i like has not actually served as a gm now of course you could see it the other direction too but i i would not be surprised that ends up being the case and us being a little bit disappointed in that but it being okay in the end yeah, I mean, you would, you would hope that, you know, if it's if AJ's been involved with it, I have a lot more faith. If 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 Chris Illich has had not said anything about AJ Hinch being a part of the selection process of the new GM, I probably would be a lot more scared right now about who they pick, just because, you know, he was the one that Chris Illich was the one that hired Al Avila to take over for Dabrowski, so. You know, you've you've already made a poor choice with with who you've picked. I I know we've you and I have probably talked about uh, Theo Epstein 
uh, pretty. I mean, we, I think we talked Let's about not this getting the pipe dreams here. I mean, like, yeah, I think I, I think Theo would be awesome. I just, I think Theo is more in in line to become the next, um, you know, Rob Manfred and and be the commissioner of baseball. I don't, I don't think that uh, his next trek is the GM of the Detroit Tigers. I just no, don't. I mean, that's I, what like, I, I, that's what I was I, about to say was. Yeah. I mean, I, what I was saying was that we've, we talked about a guy like Theo Epstein and while that'd be awesome, you know, that's a guy that you talk about who has a, a great pedigree as a, you know, GM president of baseball operations kind of character, you know, winning with multiple clubs, winning world series with multiple clubs under, under his uh, direction. I don't think the Tigers have that kind of pull uh, with, you know, AJ Hinch being your biggest selling point right now. As a, as a team you want to build. I just don't think that that's something that he would undertake. I don't think we're in that kind of a market. I don't even know if, if Theo Epstein is even looking to be a GM anymore. And, and to your point, right, I think it's it's an incredible disservice if he's not on the shortlist to call, at least just to check in, you know, like just to, just to see. Like I, I just don't think it would actually happen, and I guess I don't want to get ahead of myself. But I, I love the name, and I love what he's done for both the Red Sox and the Cubs. I mean, he demolished two baseball curses that uh, no one else could before for, you know, 50, 100 years. And so uh, if, he's, if he's the name that we're very excited, I just also don't want to get – you know, too uh, amped up about something that probably wouldn't happen. Um, you mentioned another name that caught me off guard tonight, and I was, I, I, I don't know how to feel about it, um, but Jeff Luhau, um, of course, the ex-GM of the Astros and is currently unemployed. Um, and I guess fact check for me, maybe you know better than I do. When does his ban lift? Did he get a, he got a longer ban than AJ Hinge, didn't he? when all that stuff happened was it was it a two-year ban um i am currently looking it up right now i should have been more prepared on that one uh he worked he worked for the cardinal scouting department he works for them currently he did oh yeah uh he only got he got the same same suspension that hinge did okay so one year yeah Yep. Okay. So no one called his number is, is what we're saying. And so he, he's still out of me. I don't even know what he's doing. Um, that would be, that would be interesting that, I mean, obviously reuniting with the, the same, the same crew that won the world series in 2017, obviously winning experience big on that, but they just, that's a lot of baggage. And I, I don't even know if it's worth the baggage. I can't take I can't take um, take credit for that take that was came from somewhere on Twitter. I saw it mentioned. Um, I also don't know. I, that's that seems like a can of worms you open. Um, you can't deny that Lenau put together a fantastic baseball team. Oh yeah, no, I don't think. And and I don't think anybody would would debate that. It's just feels like that would come with a whole ton of baggage from all that happened in Houston. Um, yeah. And I mean, obviously the, yeah. the search is going to be extensive and, and Chris said that as much, he, he held a press conference afterwards um, at like 
five o'clock today. And, and he, he was available to the media and he said his initial comments. And there's a couple quotes that I want to pick from there. Um, this is comes from Cody Stavenhagen's Twitter um, and quoting Chris Illich um, internal and external candidates will be considered uh, end quote. And then <laughs> Cody Stavenhagen, maybe being a little cheeky uh, asked AJ, if there is a potential that AJ wants to be the GM, AJ plans to be the manager that that is confirmed it does not plan to be the gm of the detroit tigers um but continuing on uh chris illich said our search is going to be thorough it's going to be wide it's going to be deep i'm going to leave it wide open at this time illich said the timeline is however long it takes to find the right person and a lot of what he said today really was just like I don't want to say dancing around the question or whatever, but it was a little bit of word salad. You know, we've talked about that before, which is you're not really answering the question directly and you're kind of just saying what you think the people want to hear or whatever. But we have to remember, this is the first time that Illich has talked about this big of a move since the AJ Hinch hiring, like, like since the, since the, and really like the firing of Ron Gardenhire um, and like the, the turning of the page and he didn't say anything too crazy there, but what I think is interesting, or I think is a point to bring out is that this could likely take well into the off season. And that's why I think it's best that they got this head start. I mean, they announced this and it probably happened, you know, either the beginning of this week or just into this week, but they announced it on a Wednesday when the Tigers hadn't even released their lineup yet. And like, it was very, very quiet from Tiger town all day. Like what the heck is happening? They hadn't even, uh, we joked about the beginning, but like they still had to do a 40 man roster move for Kerry Carpenter when they called him up and they hadn't made that move all day. And they, they had to, they, in order for him to even be in the lineup, they had to make that move transactionally. And they, they hadn't even, talked about it and so it's like what in the name is going on and it seemed like there were some whispers um that this could have been coming down the pipe but it's good they're getting this head start on it because in order to have a successful kind of restart season or off season i should say um it's important that they have someone established that can you know go into the winter meetings or can go into off-season talks and be fully established in the role doesn't have to hire anyone else doesn't have to get acclimated to the clubhouse or to the role or to personnel or whatever it may be and is going to from day one be ready to lead this organization in the right direction and be assertive in that um i whoever it's going to be is going to be hounded whoever like i mean they they are going to be absolutely under a magnifying glass and it's going to be fascinating to watch because I, I really think this is make or break for the next decade of Tigers baseball. What do you think? Yeah. Very, very important to, to how this team looks for the next at least 10 years. Uh, the thing about it is, is it, it can't be worse than what, what, what's happened currently. Uh, we haven't had a, you know, playoff teams since 2016. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and we haven't had a, like a decent team since 2017, 18. So it's been a while. And, you know, I have some 
so I have thoughts that I'm probably not going to share too much on, on Chris Illich right now, but there's some of the things he said at the press conference. I didn't really appreciate a lot about, uh, you know, the moves that were made under uh, Alavila, but I hope yeah, that that's kind gets... of the word salad stuff I'm talking about. I mean, he just, I, I mean, if you, yeah, I mean, I know you probably don't want to get into it too much, but I, 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 I do want to maybe just come out and say that like it, we have not had enough time with Chris Illich in order to really gauge whether or not he is going to be a successful. He's had one true off season where he's allowed someone to take the reins off and maybe buy a little bit and like whatever, all those other years, he really wasn't, we weren't in a position to, to really be anywhere thinking about acquiring some free agents that made sense. And so like, I think there's still time. I think the Illich name is still the Illich family has been very good to Tigers baseball. And that's just because of the dad. And it very much feels like Chris Illich has a different mindset with, with the, at least his ranking of his father's IP and what, and what he's acquired, whether it be between little Caesars and red, red wings and whatever else. Um, It seems like the tigers are lower on that totem pole until today. I don't think someone makes this kind of move again, this dramatically, this, you know, kind of hastily, uh, unless he actually saw some writing on the wall for this going in the wrong direction. He's like, Oh wait, no, I, I, we're going to go a different, we're going to go a different route. So defending his things a little, you know, he just, he just wanted to move on. He wants to talk about the future. He doesn't want to dwell on the past. I get it. I, I guess is what I'm saying. I understand some of those quotes. I also don't know. I, you talk about the oddness of the timing. You, you kind of question making the move after the trade deadline, after the draft. You, you kind of think, but if you're, well, we if both you're say that do the draft this kind was a successful a, draft, right? No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that if you're if you're looking if you already knew you were going to make this move, why not go ahead and let the let a new GM, a new new regime, take over and and start it the way they wanted to. But if they're planning on doing as thorough and deep and wide as a search as he's saying, then maybe they thought they needed more time and we're just going to let, let Al, t- Al take care of the rest of that. And I also, I was also making the comment. I don't know whether maybe Chris kind of knew that this was going to have to happen at some point And he told, he kind of clamped down on, on what Al was able to do at the deadline. So Maybe that's why we didn't see as many moves happen at the deadline. Maybe Chris just nixed a lot of a lot of Al's ideas and told Al to sell as high as possible on everybody to give the next regime a, a, a good start. Or I don't know. I don't know. Kind of spitballing on that, but just kind of odd timing a little bit. I think we can agree. But yeah, it, looking forward, as you were saying, to to the future of Tigers baseball. We have a huge opportunity here to kind of rewrite the script for the next few years here. If we can get somebody in that can, you know, write the ship here and get the rebuild back on track to where we thought it was going to be, then this is, this is the biggest, best opportunity for that to happen. Absolutely. And uh, on that same note, AJ had some quotes as well. And, and AJ just knows how to really put things quite succinctly. Um, and he was talking specifically about his relationship with uh, Al Avila. And, you know, I, I think it was a good time for a- AJ just to, you know, maybe quell some of those rumors that him and Al didn't really get along. And I think he did it best right here. Um, AJ's hints on his personal reaction said this, 
Al was great to me. He was the first person that called me and wanted me to come in for an interview at a time when I was on the outside of the sport looking in. That means the world to me. And it's like, dang, AJ, <laughs> like, like you, you know how to put it, dude, because like, yeah, I mean, like, I, and, and, and we don't know, right. I mean, we, we were pretty sure the White Sox probably called or like, but we know for sure that Al was the first one to call at 12 PM that day after the or you know, like the, the, literally the minute after the world series and for AJ to, to go back to that and, and, you know, kind of look at that with uh, you know, the, the eyes that he has and, and maybe the, honestly, the, the wisdom that he has and now a couple bad, well, one, okay rising momentum season than now really one poor season it, it puts into perspective their relationship i really think that like and he he said something effectively you know obviously all gms and and managers have their disagreements or whatever but it seems like they had a great working relationship and it seems like each one another respect each other um and that's good to see you never you never want these things to go poorly you know like and and even alavila himself um had a quote that I think was poignant. Um, and it, it comes from the same statement that you read from earlier. Um, it just is at the bottom of it. And it's like the final paragraph. And they, they gave Alavila um, some time to reflect on his time with the franchise. And he said for quote, for nearly 22 years, I have given my heart and soul to this franchise. And I want to thank Mr. And Mrs. Illich along with Chris for the opportunity in treating me and my family as their own. End quote, said Alvila. We've celebrated successes and enjoyed great moments, and I'm proud to have worked with so many talented people in baseball operations and throughout this organization. I'll cherish our friendship and the successes we all celebrated together. To Tigers fans, you're the best and you deserve a winner. I wish the results would have been better this season, but know there's a lot to look forward to in the coming years. God bless everyone. End quote. And that's what we like. We like good endings. We like happy endings. And, and you know, like we talked yesterday uh, on the last pod a little bit about like, you know, maybe some rough endings for Miggy and how is that going to happen with this organization owing so much to Miggy and, and maybe him not producing in his later years and how it's all going to end up. And at the end of the day, this is the perfect send off for someone that, you know, like, yes, the headline is Alavila got fired, but it didn't happen in an episode. It didn't happen, you know, in some kind of craze. Yeah. He ruined our organization. And I mean, realistically last seven years have been hard. I get that. But now that we're here and now that we feel like we have a way forward and we have some hope, um, you know, he didn't, like you mentioned, trade away some of our best players or whatever. And he's, he's allowing the organization to still flourish. Um, which I might add is not really how the Dave Dombrowski firing happened. That was way more hostile and that was way more under the radar, like what is happening. And for the record, he did kind of demolish our whole entire organization. Not saying that the years that he had the helm was you know great and fantastic. And he definitely has a different philosophy, but for the future, he put us in a really dark place. Um, and so I think you have to look at what Alavil inherited and know it should not have taken him, taken him seven years and know it should not be still in, the, you know, maybe even worse situation than what it was. I think a competent GM would have gotten us out of that, but Alavila was inherited something that was in the doldrums and, and it's, it's tough to get yourself out of that. 
Um, and honestly, like the fact that he can go down in, in as just even a mediocre GM is kind of astounding. Any thoughts on that? Dave Dombrowski was known pretty, pretty famously as a GM that really didn't care too much about developing prospects. Uh, he, he definitely, I think, used them more as, you know, trade chips. And you saw that throughout his his career with the you know the prince fielder deals and you know making making moves like that to fill holes rather than you know developing the talent to to back that up and you it's it's just so much different than the way a lot of gms run it and i think that's very different from the way you have to run a rebuilding team and you know not to rehash the whole dave dabrowski thing but really seemed like uh, the Tigers organization needed a rebuild at that time. There's a lot of uh, bad contracts happening and a team that was getting older on the downturn and they needed a Brad change. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's not going to help you out either, but yeah, I, I didn't exactly hate the Alavila hiring at the time. I, no, I, well, I, well, I didn't made know sense. a whole lot about right. it. I didn't know. The guy that was like purely responsible for finding Miguel Cabrera in a sandlot. I mean, not saying that always translates to a GM potential and also the guy that, you know, was under the tutelage of Dave Dombrowski and again, took us to plenty of pennant chases. All right, cool. Send it. Now, should the experiments have lasted this long? No, <laughs> not a chance. <laughs> not a chance. Probably should have ended after 2019, but you, I, I, there's a lot of revisionist history going to happen in the next few days here. And I think I'm going to focus my energy on looking forward, looking to see where the team goes from here. We have some exciting things happening in the, in the minor leagues. You know, that's one thing you can say that Al did at least a little bit better than Dombrowski is he did build up a little bit of a minor leagues. We have some prospects that we're excited to see now. And could he have built it a different way? Yeah, absolutely. But he didn't. This is what we're working with now. This is what we have to, to look forward to. We uh, we have guys like Kerry Carpenter. We have guys like Tarek Skubal. You know, guys came from pretty much nowhere. And they're going to hopefully be big parts of this team for a long time. Guys like Riley Green and Spencer Torkelson, you know, hopefully at one one day, Jackson Job and Jace Young, guys that you hope are on this team when they're a good baseball team. Yeah, I think um, finally there's something to look forward to again with this team. And I think that's uh, an important note to end on. It was looking like 2023 was going to be a struggle. Um, it was It was looking like it was going to be another season to not look forward to. Um, I'm excited again for Tigers baseball and I don't know what it is. It makes me want to watch games again. It makes me, you know, it just gives me a good, a feel good sense that, you know, someone was paying attention and someone cares about this, this truly incredible and important franchise that means a lot to us. I mean, clearly we're doing a podcast on it and it's nice to know that the owner of the organization at some level, at least somewhere in his heart of hearts cares. Um, I 
do question what success is going to look like this off season. Um, and maybe I'll throw it over to you. Would you say that we're in a position to acquire major league talent from the get-go? Is that, you think that's where we're going to go this off season or are we going to kind of play it slow again? Is it, is it going to be kind of a, let's see what kind of maybe uh, creative trades we can come up with, or, you know, is the first order of business going to be trading Tarek Skubal for this next GM, like, and probably then making you forever hate him or her. Um, what do you think success looks like for this, for this off season? So there's kind of two thoughts that are popping into my head. First of all is it really, de- it's really going to depend on what Chris Illich wants to do. If he wants to continue the track that we were on six to nine months ago, where we were looking to sign talent and come out of the rebuild, then that's just one direction you could go. Uh, the other direction obviously is the other direction and coming as, as, as a franchise that's come out of a, well, a long, long rebuild that we're st- still currently a part of. That's another whole set of things that you can do honestly. And if I'm being hundred percent honest, I hope they continue to try to win with the team they have now. I don't know if that's possible. I don't, it depends on how the new regime feels about a lot of the players. I think a win this off season is a front office that makes solid steps in a direction and has a solid sense of where the franchise is going. Because we really haven't had that much until this offseason, and we saw how it turned out. But at least it was a direction where we knew the Tigers were trying to win, or at least seemingly trying to win. I think anything in one or the other direction is going to be key, because if you're going to continue to try to win, go out, make some trades, sign some guys, fill some holes. Try to do, do your best to fill from wherever. But if you're not, if you're going to rebuild, if you want to get your own guys in here and you want to start fresh, I would prefer the other option. But if that's what you're going to do, you got to do it. And you got to you got to go for it. You got to, you know, trade guys like Scooble, Soto. You got to trade, you know, veteran guys and get younger. You have to, you know, give guys opportunities in your system to grow and to develop. Stuff like that. You have to actually make a decision and go one way or the other. Yeah, and, and I think exactly what you're kind of pointing out. I think assertiveness and 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 having a plan from day one is key. Um, I think AJ Hinch will be a big part of that. And I think uh, kind of like you said, right, like him being a part of the searching party, um, making sure that the, those philosophies are congruent uh, will go a big way. Uh, and go a long way into into finding the next GM. I think uh, something to end on, um, and it was, again, just an awesome AJ quote and really puts things into perspective about how meaningful this move is for an organization, just not even just the Tigers, but an organization as a whole and how much the GM actually matters. Um, AJ called a team meeting before, uh, you know, all the press and everyone got word uh, that, Al had been fired and he said to the players quote I told the group every one of us in this room in here 
for is is here for one reason or another because of Al. End quote. And that's just like, oh man, like he had a part in every single one of those people's lives and brought them to that room. And now he's gone and right. And now we're ushering in a new brigade of hopefully better tigers baseball, but it is like, this matters. This, this hiring is incredibly important and it's going to, again, kind of like we said, reflect on the next 10 years of tigers baseball. And I hope once we, you know, get to 2032 or whatever it is that we look back and say, this was, this was the beginning of something really special. Um, do you have any other thoughts you wanted to put out there before uh, we go ahead and head out? Um, I don't. Uh, we're one win, one, uh, one tiger's loss away from me keeping my hair. <laughs> I wasn't sure if we we're going to update the kids on that one, or if we were going to leave it up to, I don't know. We'll see what happens next week. Yeah. You, it looks like you're going to keep your hair. <laughs> this Unless time. this tiger's team miraculously wins four in a row. I think, I think I'm safe. I think you're safe too. I was going to ask you too. So does this mean that we are like, does this count towards the GM, the next GM's win percentage? It doesn't, right? No, Who's no, it, it'll, it'll go from higher day. It's, um, well, right. I like, I get that, but I'm just saying, I'm just like, I were Oh, and one now in the, in the post Alavila era. And I just think that's funny. It's like, Oh, why couldn't we just be one and Oh, and make that the headline for, <laughs> for, for the next day? Like, here, here we are, we've turned a corner and we are back to winning baseball. I don't think no. the, I don't think the morale thing that happens when you fire a head coach, I don't think that works with the GM the same. I don't think that's, that's quite the same. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I think uh, obviously we'll be back for uh, our next episode at the normal scheduled time. Um, it will be pre me going to the guardians tigers double header. So we're going to record a little bit early, but uh, I think we'll still have uh, the <laughs> definitive answer on whether or not you got to keep your hair or not. Yeah. Sounds, sounds like a plan. If not, something has gone terribly good for the tigers team, but I'll, I'll ride for my, for my prediction here. So um, as always, you can follow us at the Old English Pod on Twitter. And you did a new thing this week. You made us a Reddit, a subreddit, right? Yeah, yeah. I doesn't seem like a whole lot of Tigers fans out on the Reddits, but if you if you're on there and if you're wanting some updates, I'll update the pod on there, and we'll we'll keep what is that, that backslash Tiger? What what Old English D? What what are we? What how do the how do the kids get there? <laughs> Reddit is so odd, man. It's, it is. It's, it's weird. Weird place. If you don't know it, it's okay. It's, it's probably going to take you forward slash old English D hyphen pod. Because oh. apparently old English D was already taken. Okay. All right. So. Fair enough. Okay. Well, yep. So now we have Reddit, obviously Twitter. Um, Twitter's gaining steam and I like to see that. So obviously uh, follow us on there and keep up to tabs. Otherwise, we will see you guys next week. As always, Go Tigers.